Pickaxe. Episode 125 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today in part by Geek Fuel. If you don't know what Geek Fuel is, it is a monthly subscription service that delivers a box of geeky goodness directly to your door. Each month you are guaranteed to get a brand new t-shirt that is exclusive to Geek Fuel. It's completely original. You will not find it outside that box. Same thing can be said with several other items inside the box. And one more thing you're guaranteed to get if you sign up through our link. That's geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R. You are guaranteed to get a $10 bonus item just to say thank you. Just to say, hey, thanks for signing up through our link. We've had several of you hit us up over the last couple of weeks telling us that you've given them a try, that you've switched over, and we really, really appreciate it. It's a great company full of great folks, and we actually very much enjoy their boxes and can't wait to see what's in the next one. Episode 125 is also brought to you in part by Noble Knight Games. If you go to noblenight.com, you can find over 50,000 items to get your game night started or enhance the one you already have. Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu, Firefly role-playing games, the brand new Magic Origins is out. You can find every version of D&D. Anything that you might be looking for, you can find at noblenight.com. There's also a featured products page which you can find huge deals on stuff you might be looking for or stuff you didn't even know you wanted until you go to the page and check it out. A lot of the cast is getting together in September, and we're going to be using a bunch of stuff from Noble Knight. So go check them out. Give them a shot. Let us know what you think. Let's do that thing where we go around the table. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Xavier. Hello, I'm Xavier, and I play Actaron as the Revenant Cleric. And Susan. Hello, I'm Susan Spinader, and I play Earl of Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. And James. Hey, it's James. I play Dagon, the Eladrin Scion. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex. I play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. You guys are down a party member. Another yeah. party member. You've lost two party members in, in, in a very short amount of time. So, to kick things off, because time is now of the essence, it always is kind of of the essence, but now there's a bit of a timestamp. You guys, there's a race against time, so to speak. Uh, so at the beginning of each episode from now on, I'm going to announce the date and we're going to keep up with the date as time, time progresses so that people at home can kind of track how things are going. Now on our website, if you go to, uh, I believe it's content and then you drop down to calendar, you can see the calendar. I, I have to update it where the, uh, where the groups are, but, uh, you, you can kind of follow along with at least the date. Uh, right now you are in the second day of the month of Thorum, so... Fall is coming, actually. Uh, now, fall as a season in Theria is obviously cooler, and, and, and it, it, there's going to be different things you have to deal with, travel-wise. But we'll get to that later. How's about we pick up pretty much directly after the events of, the, of talking to the Witch? Uh, you guys have left Group 3. You were the first to head out. Uh, so while they were packing up, you guys pretty much got a head start through the swamp. I don't know. I, just, I don't really want to stick too long in the swamp, so... Likewise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want I to see we'll if the have... boat's still there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll have fairly safe passage back to... I think, now that we're kind of on our side, kind of. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check for me. Oh, boy. It's better than... Oh, no. I got my boost, right? <gasps> you are hell-bent on not being perceptive. Nah, just picking my nose. <laughs> All the time. Every day. <laughs> Uh, Ectoronis, Dagon, and Aerolove are going to hold Braylon's hand as you uh, <laughs> walk through the swamp here. 
it takes a while uh, before you hear any ambient wildlife or movement or anything like that. But eventually the sounds of the swamp start to fade back in. You can hear things skittering around in the, in the distance. Um, you can hear birds. You can hear uh, it, it's it's all the ambient sounds that you've grown accustomed to while walking through the swamp. Because you guys have made this trek a couple of times now. Yeah, if we can recognize the the trail, we'll just try to stick uh, to uh, familiar locations. Yeah, again, you've made the trek. You know what to look for. Uh, nothing seems to be in your way or bothering you. In fact, it seems like it, it seems like maybe the witch is using her influence to make make your passage through the swamp a bit safer. Because you will hear things in the distance, and as you approach, it still sounds like they're in the distance. You guys are going to march all the way through the swamp and this is nighttime now uh, it, it's been hours in the swamp and you are going to get back to the shore pretty much where you were dropped off uh, near Amara so the white dragon's going to be visible uh, you guys are going to emerge from the uh, from from the tree line here and this is pretty much the area where your dinghy is and you uh, it's it's still there yeah we buried it in like hit it right <laughs> Well, not buried it, but like hit it. I remember. Yeah, us doing I know that. you. You at the very least dry docked it, so it wasn't going to. Yeah. But yeah, the ship is very much out to. It, it's still. It's still. Uh, it's still out there. Like it hasn't moved. Uh, it doesn't appear to have been altered or touched in any way. It's just kind of offshore. Uh, I guess without saying a word, I'll just head to the dinghy and start prepping it. Okay. I will help him also. <laughs> okay. Let's say uh, some time passes, and you are going to uh, all, all board this and, and, and get back to the Alianda. Start preparing for your trek. Now, this is the very important bit. Where to first? Because you know where your your end goal is. Uh, I'm, I'm, unless things have changed since the last time we sat down, you're still ultimately trying to get to Talor, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. And cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is a long trek. A uh, long and dangerous trek. Now, how would you like to tackle that? Okay, short term. Where are you trying to get to first? I have a question, guys. Yes. Um, so, what, Jason also included, which way is to lure? If I'm looking at the Darien world map, as I know it, mm -hmm. and we are... Right there on the edge of Yemgar Swamp on the coastline, right? Uh huh. Is it west of our location, or is it the east it, of like Brightport and stuff? It's east of Brightport. It's far oh, east of Brightport. Shit. Yeah, you guys got a <laughs> you guys got a trek, and me and Jasper are still working on the map. But yeah, you guys got a trek. I can show you a rough. Would you like to see a rough? Right. It's oh, it's closer to to travel east around the continent than to go west across the ocean, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a, that was that was. I think that was the question I was trying to get to, but I'm dumb, so my brain didn't work that way. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> um, well, Air Love would be concerned after our last uh, trek on the boat that we ran out of water pretty quickly, so we'll probably need Ooh, provisions. Good call. Good idea. That's why you guys are in charge. <laughs> I'm not in charge. That's all, James. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll, look, I'll look at Diga. Then yep. I'm going to say no water for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Should have thought of that before we left. Waters for winners. Coffee's for clouses. Put that coffee down. 
It's so much better when someone who has the actual accent does it. I'm ashamed that I have a touch of that accent unless I repress it. <laughs> it's very small. You can almost never mm-hmm. hear it. So which one? C. To... So if you're looking wow, at this, this map, is... C. This is insane. Pretty good looking. Yeah. Again, that's really, really rough. We're still working on it. None of the details are there, but that'll show you how far you have to go. My nips were literally blown off. <laughs> <laughs> Would it Ow. be fast? Is is Okay, question. Is the world a sphere? It's a yeah. planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Could a tetrahedron, actually. Do uh... <laughs> we go west? It's a soccer ball. You can, but it's the same distance no matter what. It's about the same distance because if you were to – so let's say you were to go from Yamgar Swamp and just travel west. You'd have to sail past D uh, and then land <clears> on the <throat> other side of Talora. You were pretty much – each way has its hazards. Plus, guys, it's like we know the kind of things that can kill us on land, right? That's a little better than the stuff we don't know that can kill us in the water. That is a that, that is yeah. that's a good sell. All right, I'm just gonna put my hands up, Braylon. He's saying this in real life. He's gonna say this in game. He's gonna put his hands up, like right, right. Always go with the devil, you know. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. That's coming from the tiefling guys. Let's um, yeah. Let's... <laughs> oh my god! So I passed up on a feat that actually turns me into a devil. It's like a devilish brute. <laughs> why? 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 Do why? You... Why would you want to be Malchus? Don't be like your brother. <laughs> you could turn into Malchus. But it like don't... makes you twice your size and you become like this devil creature. Oh, it's awesome. You remember that we have no more melee fighters, kind of? Question <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, as long as you don't fly on a church, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> for for canon, for story purposes. Um, where would you guys like to sail to first? Where you're 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 pulling up anchor and you're getting ready to set sail. Well, the first destination would be wherever we can make provisions the soonest. So that would be the closest port city, which is Ebony Harbor. Yeah. Yep, Ebony Harbor. The only um the only other place you can dock is Odyssea and you've been there. There's no real supplies there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we kind of cleaned out whatever yeah. was there. And in, I don't think there would be any fresh food there. So. Nope. <laughs> I have another question. Uh-huh. It just occurred to me. If we go to Ebony Harbor, or if we go anywhere for that matter, and we still have to sail around Theria, this, this part of Theria, correct? Mm-hmm. The main so one. we're going to have to do some fucking ice road trucker type shit <laughs> up there if we go north. If you're going north, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Unless we go around that. but Well, I mean, there's hydras down there, too, so what I mean... God. Oh, there's probably stuff. hydras everywhere. There's, there's probably st- fucking giant Jasons in the water anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's. We'll get to it, man. We'll get to it. Don't, don't, don't fret. We'll get to it. So, Ebony Harbor. It sounds like. Yes. Yes. So that is going to take a bit. Uh, so pulling up anchor. I'm guessing Dagon's taking the wheel here and. Uh, after anchors pulled up, you guys are all aboard. You are ready to go, leaving the southern tip of the Yangar Swamp. Again, you're under cover of night, and everything uh, everything is fairly fairly peaceful uh, where you landed the ship. As you're as you're getting ready to leave, everyone, do me a favor: roll a perception check. Why, Jason? Come on. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Braylon saw things. Yeah. It's because I changed my... I put the plus three in there now. You're in the crow's nest. Yes. 
as you guys are raising the sails and you were, uh, Dagon's turning the ship and you're getting ready to head in a northerly uh, direction, uh, you're going to see Group 3 emerge from the tree line and uh, start to climb aboard Amara. And then, again, as you're, as you're starting to pick up some steam and, and sail north, uh, they're going to take off uh, and start to head east. Amara is not an easy sight to miss. Uh, so you're going to watch that huge majestic dragon just sort of take off and fly away in a, in a completely different direction than you guys. So, who would like to do me a favor <laughs> and roll a flat d20? Not it. You know how I like it, but you also know how it turned out last time. <laughs> I, My I, vote's always for you, Actoronis. <laughs> I'll I can do, it. do it. Okay, okay, go. You want me to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Has James done it yet? Uh, uh, a while ago. Okay. While ago. Uh, we ended up fighting a briar troll. Oh no! Oh <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Wait, wait, No! Okay. Hey, it's good. Great. Oh my god. Redeemed. Two oh. Oh. Okay. Our ship suddenly takes flight. <laughs> Transforms into a dragon. <laughs> the wind is going to start to pick up behind you. And it is going to catch these sails, and you guys are going to start to fly. Not literally fly, <laughs> but... Told you. Oh, okay. You guys are going to make some fantastic time. It appears as though the sea itself, the sea and nature are working hand in hand. Like, Melora blessed this journey. If you were the type to believe in Melora. <laughs> Gods. Sick. <laughs> Um, so you guys are making fantastic time, but it's going to take, it's still going to take, uh, even if this pace were to keep up, it's still going to take you three, maybe four days to sail north to Ebony Harbor. It's it's going to take a while. This ship's pretty much on autopilot right now. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Unless something goes wrong, you don't need a huge crew, it, you know. Do I have to be, like, conscious the whole time to make sure the ship is going where we want it to go? Um, once you set sail, uh, set sail, it's pretty much just your, you know, you're you're there, you're fine. Yeah, no, you don't even have to be like grasping the the, the wheel of the ship or anything like that. It's it doesn't really work that way. Like you're on board. Okay. So if I got drunk or something, we wouldn't end up on like Serpent Island or something. No, shouldn't be. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I think I've seen that Star Trek episode before. <laughs> it's the one where they're all Nazis, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the whole four days, unless like people come directly to him to talk, he would talk back. But for the most time, uh, Actronis would spend his time alone and not talking a lot, uh, just very, uh, lost in thought, uh, not moving a lot. Even asked, uh, Braylon for more, uh, ink and paper. You got to... it, bro. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's a bit unlike him to stay to himself that much. In contrast, actually, um, Air Love, after the first night, she stands up straighter, her sh her shoulders are back. She actually has a more confident gait after the first night. Like, she, you've never seen her this, like, in control of herself. It's nothing physically different. It's just before she was withdrawn and kept to herself and probably had her hood up all the time. But now she's, like, hood back, like, confident gait. She actually looks kind of more, like, powerful but not like just like in her demeanor I think uh, Braylon would want to talk to Dagon at some point if he's ever alone 
Yeah, I think Dagon would be mostly at the wheel, um, sort of reflecting back on everything that just happened. Probably mostly uh, about losing Corey and sort of how he feels about that, but trying not to let it consume his thoughts. So he'd probably welcome a distraction. Okay, cool. That's when Brandon would approach him and just be, you know, usual chat type. Hey, boss, uh, you got a sec? Uh, of course. What's on your mind? <laughs> well, what isn't on our minds, right? And he's going to kind of elbow him in the in the waist. Uh, he's going to say, well, and I just, I wanted to say, and, and I mean this with 100% gratitude here, uh, thanks for not losing your cool in there when you were talking to the witch. Uh, I, I mean... I can only imagine things would have gone very sideways if she had said the wrong thing to you. I mean, she was spouting all that nonsense about bringing people back from the dead, and as much as I'm sure you and I both want something similar to that, I I just want to say again, thanks for not, you know, flipping your lid in there. Yeah, it was it was difficult, but you know as well as I do that things would have gone downhill. If any of us had tried to attack her. He's going to not. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to bring up is uh, we're going to take off of Brightport, right? At some point. Yeah. I th- I think that'd be a good idea. I'm <clears throat> sure Era Love would like to see her mother one last time and we can uh, stock up again there and find out what's going on. Do you have business there? He's going to kind of chuckle a little bit and then realize he's chuckling and smiling and, and straighten up. No, no, no. Uh, I, no, no, I don't I don't have anybody or any business over there. Just uh, there's a little thing. He's going to look behind him, make sure no one else is looking. Uh, some people there, uh, they might think I'm dead. And they might come after me. So, yeah, if we go back. I might need a little bit more uh, camouflage, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I might I might need to find my own way in as you guys go in through the main gate or whatever you guys are thinking about doing. Braylon, you know that uh, we've got your back, but um, maybe you could elaborate a little on on what has happened. <sighs> He's going to kind of tough, tough, like mess with his hair a little bit and look, not try to avoid eye contact entirely and just talk as he's looking at the ground. Uh, it's a long story, but, uh, shortened version, people don't like me in a specific place. They live there. I used to be business partners with them, and I left. And they thought I died. And I'd like to keep it that way. Okay, um, your reasons are your own, I'm sure. Um, we can leave it at that for now, if that's what you want. Yeah, I think that'd be best. I just, if we can, if I if I take off for like maybe a couple hours or something, and I don't, you know, and I'm not with you, uh, just know that I'll be at the boat whenever you're ready to take off. Just don't go too far. Oh, trust me, I'm not looking to get into any more trouble in that place. So you guys are gonna sail clean through the night, which will take you into the third of Thorm. And at this point, you are sailing past the remainder of the Yemgar Swamp. Like, you guys are making some really good time. So you're entering an area uh, called Crystal Bay. 
And you guys are going to continue toward Ebony Harbor. Uh, everyone do me a favor and roll a perception check for me. Okay, let's see here. So, Aerolove is going to spot something in the water up ahead. And it looks like something very large is breaking in the water. And this is, this is in the distance. Quite a bit in the distance, actually. I'll just keep it to myself. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'll immediately go to Dagon and point it out. What do you uh, want to do? <laughs> so what we, we can't tell what this is at all. Well, Airlove would see that uh, whatever it is has two huge fins on its back, and it looks like it looks like it's got some decent length to it too. Because the first fin will break the water and then submerge again, and then. About three seconds later, the second fin will emerge and then break back into the water. Can we roll, like, a nature to see what it is? Um, air love can. Okay. Nope. <laughs> air love's not entirely sure what it could be. She knows that it's not a hydra. She has seen a hydra before. <laughs> it's oh. not one of them. I will point that out. That is definitely not a hydra. <laughs> not a hydra. Oh. <laughs> then we should be good. <laughs> yeah, you know, put it on manual and uh, steer around this thing. All right, so you're pretty much just giving this a wide berth. Yeah, I mean, we have no idea what this thing is. I mean, from her description, can I roll a check? Um, you can roll nature. Go ahead. Yeah. Hmm. Twenty-three. So, kind of going over what Dagon knows uh, about this area of the mainland. He's a little fuzzy on, on nautical uh, dangers, but it could be a couple of different things. Now, it could be something that there's a, there's a few different things. Two of them are pretty damn passive. Uh, they, they aren't known to attack uh, any ships or adventures, anything like that, and they largely eat uh, smaller fish and things. They, they don't really bother with ships or crew or anything. One of them is a very, very large version of a shark that is that is known while while rarely is known to uh, known to frequent this area if they're hungry enough. How large is this thing compared to the ship? It is large enough to possibly take down the Alianda. Hmm. So we got a sixty percent chance this is good news. Or at least something that won't bother us. 66%. 66%. Um, yeah. Should I get on the cannons? Should I just like jump on one of the cannons and get ready? Do we ever talk? Do we ever decide that this thing has cannons or not? Is that real? They're magical, but yeah. They okay. don't fire like cannonballs. I'm assuming Aerolifts told us, right? That there's something outside and we can see the fins? Yes. Okay. Uh, I will look to Dagon, and I'm I'm gonna like basically tell him like I'm gonna get on the cannons just in case, and then go to whichever one I can reach, assuming that there's no like that I don't need a stool or something. No, no, you wouldn't need a stool. Okay, cool. I'll get on whichever. I'll get like if there's one like on the side railing, like Assassin's there's only Creed. there's only two cannons. There's one on yeah, yeah, they're on the top right, like uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag style. Kind of, yeah. Like they're they're on either side of the ship. This the ship was meant for running, not combat. Oh shit! All right, well, Bran will get on one anyways, just in case. Makes him feel better. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I'll acknowledge he's doing that, but keep a 
you know, take the wheel and keep a safe distance. Try to get around this thing. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to sail west a bit, just kind of give it, give it a bit of a wide berth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's going to tackle in a couple of hours to your journey, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be terribly Jeez. detrimental. How big is this thing? A couple of hours. It's large. <laughs> <laughs> Just in that, yeah. Just, it, oh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to make it tighter, you can make it tighter. That's totally fine. Um, then again, does anyone speak double fin sharkanese? I dropped that class first semester. Uh, <laughs> I've not used it in so long. <laughs> I understand it more than I can speak it. <laughs> I only speak the vocabulary. I can't conjugate. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you guys want to ram this thing, or what? What do you want to do? Yeah, I vote for that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um, just trying to make it exciting. Can we tag we just... it or something? <laughs> Release a piece? Are you? <laughs> yeah, like scientists. You're free, but we want to keep track of you. <laughs> it's for your own good. Just um, from, from experience, I'd say let's take the extra couple hours and steer clear of this thing. Okay. Just just in case. Well, the other thing is you don't know how many of them there are, if there are more of them, and, you know, just, just giving it, yeah. Good good point. Yeah. Trying to help you guys out. So, a couple of more hours are going to pass. You guys are still sailing north. There's a bit of a problem. Freshwater is something that is going to be in short supply by the time you get to Ebony Harbor. You may run out <clears throat> before you get to Ebony Harbor. Unless you are lucky enough to have it rain or something like that, you were well-stocked uh, leaving Esterhold. But that was just to go into the swamp and talk to the witch. You weren't really planning on a long boat journey before going there. Food shouldn't be too much of a problem. If you guys eat fairly light, you should be fine. The only thing the hull is really stocked with are fucking dragon scales like you guys you guys got dragon scales for days they're not very edible no not like sunflower seeds no um is there like a, a kitchen on this thing um like there's a place to prep could, food but somewhere we can boil water or distill <laughs> makeshift distill <laughs> no is there a I mess mean, lab on this boat is there a mess <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you could pee in snake skin and drink it Braylon, it's time to cook. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I wish I knew that. There's no theme song for Breaking Bad, but they have can, a bunch of songs. Can, can Aerolove conjure water? <laughs> I was actually just looking at that. Are you a waterbender? <laughs> Are we... Uh, water no, I have thunder and fire. <laughs> or lightning and fire. Only, only clerics can like make water, I thought. Well, there's water elementals, and then some divine powers are water, but I don't have them. Well, yeah, I'll... we didn't. Yeah, we did. That, that, that's not really a thing in theory either, where you can just conjure it, because that more falls <laughs> into the, the ritual thing, and then, yeah. There's no real gas stove on board. There, there's no real setup like that. But a couple of things you could do. Like I said, you can wait for rain, or you can maybe, you know, dock, try and find just offshore, try and find a river somewhere. You can stop somewhere near the evergreen, try and find some sorts of water there. Um, or you can just try and drink less. Like, I mean, you can, you can kind of suffer with it. Yeah. There's a way to just go 
without drinking a lot for two and a half more days. Acteronis won't bring it up because he doesn't need to drink, but... Yeah. Yeah, dead guy. <laughs> well, I'm not eating your provision, so... <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so this is going to be California-style rations, huh? <laughs> one, one bottle cap full per day. Yep. Okay. The sun is going to be beating down on you guys during the day, too. It's 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 gorgeous, don't get me wrong, but... After a while, the sun reflecting off the water, the, the I mean, it's it gets warm. It gets pretty warm. I'm heat resistant. That's true. You Yes. So one I'm of you cool. is dead. One of you is heat resistant. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. The only one that's going to really bother is uh, uh, is the very fair-skinned Aladrin mm-hmm. um, and Braylon. God damn it. So I've got my cloak like, and hood up. Yeah. I'm sweating to hell, but I'm not getting burnt. I think I'd open my shirt a little bit, unbutton some buttons, show a little chest hair. Little Fabio book cover thing. Yep, just a little midget Fabio. Oh. <laughs> I would kill for water. Um, That's going to take you into the night. Who would like to do me a favor and roll a flat d20? I guess we're all going to have to do it at some point, so. Era love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're rolling, you're, you're, you're rolling for my sunburn, so be careful. I was just about to say, I've never rolled it, but I'll now I'm really scared. I think I'm going to roll low. It's going to be great. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Better than James. 18. I mean, I'm next. Sailor. Not only is the weather cooperating with you guys, but there doesn't appear to be anything in the water. No other ships. No, I mean, this is the best case scenario for you guys. Like, this is amazing. It's because Corey's gone. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry, Jamie. I don't know what he died yet. Uh, That is going to take you into the fourth of the month of Thorn. And you guys are going to pass... uh, You're going to pass Crystal Bay... And you are going to sail past the uh, the midpoint of the Highland Mountains. So you are coming up on Ebony Harbor. You are making amazing time. The weather is absolutely cooperating with you. It's almost like the ship is blessed. Oh. In <sighs> fact, you could get to Ebony Harbor, uh, if things cooperate this way for the rest of the journey, you could get there uh, by midday. So you would have you would have made the journey in in about two days or so. Like this is really almost unprecedented. This is when people they always plan for the worst because it's like okay, well we got to plan on maybe a pirate ship or something attack us in the water or bad weather. None. What's of that. that goddess's name again? Melora. Melora. Just noting. <laughs> Melora. All right. We all know we're stuck by You meant the Raven Queen, right? You meant the Raven Queen? Yeah. <laughs> we're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I think he meant Xenu in all we're all. <laughs> Is there anything you guys would like to do before we push on here? No. Still brooding? <laughs> okay. That's some, some good brooding you're doing there. Well, it's only been two days. I'd like to say that I use all my dailies every day, just because. <laughs> just burning them off on the side of the boat, just like, wee! 
<laughs> Fucking hellfire. That's all my powers. Yeah, Quiet. I know. I'm familiar with the grimaces. Um, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Looks like a really awkward ship ride. <laughs> to have any harbor. Nobody's talking. So it is the it's it's still the fourth, and you guys are going to sail through the night again. I'm imagining uh, that you're 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 catching sleep when you can. You're uh, someone's keeping a watchful eye out on things, but um, you guys are you are you're catching sleep, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm just just asking. Probably taking turns though, so someone keeps yeah. an eye out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm probably always on watch because I don't sleep. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, you do need to meditate, or you get muddled and confused and cloudy. Sure, meditating, but uh, I could probably do that on on deck, right? I mean, oh, you can, yeah. You sort of zone out, though. It's not you're not really present. So, you guys are going to sail clean through the night and into the next day, just about the point where the sun is highest in the sky. The tiny town of Ebony Harbor is going to come into view. Everyone, do me a favor: roll a perception check. Oh. Sorry, I misclicked. No. Oh. Twenty. How did I roll in nature? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everyone in the party is going to notice that there are two long docks that kind of jut out from the side of Ebony Harbor, and it's very much a, a tiny port town. Now, for the most part, you guys know that this would be kind of a fishing village. That's that's where they get that's where they get a lot of their reputation from. But it's also pretty much the only port town on the western side of the mainland. So they do get a lot of tourism. Dagon, Braylon, and Actoronus are going to notice a a fairly large populace of Minotaur walking around uh, within the city, kind of mingling around with everyone else. And there's uh, there's kind of a shorter dock too. Uh, for larger ships, but the two long docks have a lot of little uh, little fishing boats, uh, dinghies, things like that, kind of tied up along the side. But you aren't seeing any large ships like yours presently. What would you guys like to do? Should we set anchor uh, away from the docks, or and just go with the dinghy, or bring the whole shop? Um, we can bring the whole shop, right? No one can drive it except Dagon. Elves yeah. Can. Do we want anyone? I mean, maybe it'd be better to leave it out and take yeah, the ding so, in, just so no one's like... Just to be clear, it would take a while to steal a ship. That's not a thing that someone's just going to hop yeah. in and just take off. You need a crew of some sort. Like, you're not a large crew, but you need some kind of crew and rations and everything. It's not... Well, we got all our scales in there and everything. Yeah, That's true. it's Even a fancy-looking ride. Yeah, even that would take time to steal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we can make an entrance, like a impactful entrance and just it's up to you guys. try to get us try to get an empty spot <laughs> parallel park it it's like going I'm assuming this I'm assuming these docks <laughs> can accommodate the Allian. oh yeah oh yeah yeah the Allian is not a massive ship uh, it's just a really sleek one like it is it stands out in a crowd okay yeah we can dog it all right so you guys are heading into Ebony Harbor you guys are the first group to go to Ebony Harbor by the way yeah. Describe it. I mean, kind of, what kind of buildings are there? What does it look like? Architecturally speaking. Yes. For the most part, 
these are very, very modest buildings, very quaint, uh, a lot of one-story jobs. Uh, there is a larger inn. You can see that from, from where you are. It looks, it looks to be an inn. If you were to guess in town where the inn would, uh, would be, there's a, there's a two-story building. And it's got, it's got your bare-bones essentials. It's, it looks like it's got a shop and a bar and everything. As you're pulling in, you can, you can see most of these buildings from the dock. This is not a large town. This appears to be like a two-street town, something like that. Coming in with the boat, <clears throat> first of all, people appear to be pretty friendly. They, they're, you know, they're waving to each other. They're, they're going about their day-to-day lives. They're fruit vendors. They're, I mean, it's a very quaint little town. The second the Alianda comes into view and then starts to dock, there's a lot of people losing their shit. Like, they're, they're, I mean, this is, that is a weird-looking ship. First of all, the Eladrin are the only ones to kind of make a ship like that. The elves... Uh, while they do sail, they aren't they aren't show offs when it comes to uh, when it comes to to the things that they build. The Eladrin were absolutely show offs. They wanted you to know that that's an Eladrin ship. So first of all, it being an Eladrin ship is a huge deal. Like some people recognize it, some people just go, "Oh wow, look at that!" It's like when a really fancy car drives past you. It's like, "Wow, you don't see one of them every day." A lot of ships are built for function. Uh, so they'll be either really large ships or small ones, kind of kind of on the chunky side. This is a sleek, sexy-looking ship pulling into port. Uh, even the colors used for the Alianda are not typical. It, it, it's it's more brightly colored. It stands out, which is a double-edged sword. When you're pulling into a port town like this, it's like, oh wow, that's a really neat ship. When you're out at sea, it's not like you're blending in with anything. So do you guys want to drop anchor and and uh, well tie the ship off and then and enter town well actually Actros is just going to step forward and uh propose that he well i'll say that in the first person i probably should stay uh and watch our uh, treasure i'll just stand out too much in this little town i'll i'll just watch the ship i'll stay behind Raylan no will need... chuckle and look at you <laughs> yeah stand out because that's not already happening yeah well, I mean, I'm not in the heart of the town just yet. I'll just... I would feel more comfortable staying behind. Okay. Do you want anything from the shop, big guy? Maybe something warm if we do go up north. And he's going to hand you... I don't actually know if we just have, like, gold pieces from Dagon. Or if I can just chuck you, like, platinum pieces. Well, Ooh. everything's measured in gold, just because it's right. easier. But yeah, we just—it's not something we think about too too often. Just yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I'll give you a, a, a handful-sized, uh, large amount of gold. That is two hands for me. So I'm <laughs> <pick up both laughs> well, yeah, and just like warm clothes, probably. You got it. And then you can have my water and food. Oh, well, a man after my own heart. So Dagon, Braylon, and Aerolove are going to enter Ebony Harbor proper? Yes. Yeah, I guess our first thing we want to do is uh, get supplies, right? Yeah. Like, the large stuff, like food and water. So where would we we be going for that? Well, do me a favor, roll Perception. This is your first time entering the town and and really kind of getting a lay of the land. Like, what, what what is here? What's going on? Oh, wow. Wow. Look at this. Crushing it right now. Wow. Nice. Damn, you got a plus 15. Never mind. I thought I was cool. 
<sighs> the three of you are going to, again, very, very small in terms of the expansiveness of town. So it's got like two streets. But as you're, as you're leaving the port, there's tons of little kids running around because the ship is a novelty. So a lot of them are, are checking you out, but a lot of them are just staying on the dock. Uh, just so as you're walking, as you're walking past, instead of following you into town, a lot of them are just kind of hovering around the dock, like looking, pointing at the ship, just kind of whispering to each other. And then you got some, some grown men with their, their fishing boats and everything. Just they, they have stopped what they're doing. You can tell, uh, some of them who are out there casting nets have stopped and they're just looking at that ship entering town. You're going to start to look around and notice that uh, a lot of these buildings are residential. They just appear to be like little homes. Uh, you see people tending to little gardens and, and things like that. There appear to be a couple of farms on the outskirts uh, of town. If you were to look past all the buildings and stuff, it's kind of sparse. So you can see little, uh, little, little towns and stuff. There's a couple of uh, little pumpkin patch type things. It's a very quaint little, little town. Um, there are a few buildings that stand out, though, immediately, because they're the ones that have signs. Uh, one of them would be uh, clearly a shop that that would be, you know, fresh supplies, everything like that, like food, water, everything like that. A port town like this either has a, a dedicated building just to buy uh, edible provisions and things or uh, the same building that sells armor, weapons, things like that would also sell that kind of thing for people going back out to sea. There is also a bar, obviously, because this place uh, caters to all manner of people and not everyone coming in from the sea is just kind of minding their own business. Like you guys, some people are merchants and traders. Some people are pirates. Pirates like to drink. And I mean, if you're out at sea long enough, sometimes you have a rough go of things. Like let's say you fought a Hydra. Some people would like to drink that off. Uh, and of course you got, uh, you got a little inn here in town too. Hmm. Where are we? Is there a general store or do you have to get it from like, uh, What's it called? Like a weapon shop that specializes in everything? Yeah, sort? it's pretty much pretty much a general store if you want okay. to put a label on it. Uh, the the shop in town is called a Touch of Class. <laughs> Do they have three hundred dollars sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> so something something the group is going to notice as they're walking through town is there is an abnormal amount of minotaur in the area. It appears to be about fifty percent of the populace are minotaurs. Um, and then you got you got you know, you know, dwarves and elves and humans and and your regular assortment of people. There's a couple of halflings running around. Um, if anything, there are more halflings than you'd see in most towns. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of minotaur, and they stand out. Uh, they stand out in a crowd because there are two types of minotaur. Um, you got your 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 standard uh, kind of muscle bound warrior minotaur. They're 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 sort of uh, leaner, and they they don't have a, a ton of fur. So you you see a lot of their a lot of muscle showing through. And then you got your huge furry minotaur, kind of like Yenward. And there are much less of them than there are uh, your standard minotaur. But yeah, you you kind of see them mingling about town and stuff. There's one standing out in front of the inn. The the shop is called a touch of class. And then you're looking around, and then the bar is Siren Song Tavern. And then you get to the inn. The sign above the inn is not as elegantly carved as the other two. In fact, it looks like someone took maybe a battle axe or a hatchet and just sort of struck at this until 
the, 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 the scars in the wood formed words. And the sign just says, sleep here, with an exclamation point. And the word sleep is spelled incorrectly. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> amazing. I think Brandon would have on. Hey, we're not sleeping here, right? Um, definitely not. Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, is there anyone standing around non-Minotaur that we can ask what's going on? Oh, yeah, there's tons of people. Just Nothing against thinking, Minotaurs. You know? It just seems a little weird right now. And I kind of Yeah, and it doesn't appear like they're aggressive or anything like that. They're all getting along. It is just a little weird to see that many Minotaur. But yeah, there's there's plenty of people. There's, uh, I mean, if you want to just like pull someone aside, it's like, hey, what's what's up? You can totally do that. Okay. Um, guess I'll look at uh, Braylon and Arla first. Um, seems a little odd, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, at least the place doesn't smell like wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be non-offensive about the whole thing, but. That's... <laughs> Good. Yeah. Calm down, Hulk Hogan. Jesus. Brandon, oh, damn it. No. <laughs> I was like, Brandon doesn't have any mental filters. And Do he's you... never really met Minotaurs before. So the non-Minotaurs, they don't look like they're afraid or threatened no. or anything like that? No, no, no. They don't look... Again, it looks like it's pretty peaceful. If anything, the only reason the Minotaurs stick out is just because they have a... They have a different way of doing things. They have a different demeanor. So you'll watch, you know, e- you know even... Okay. Dwarves can be gruff, and it looks like there's only a couple of dwarves in town. But, um, like, you'll watch, okay, an elf or a human or something walk up to an apple cart, pick up an apple, you know, toss the, uh, toss the person the gold or something like that, and then just move on. You watch a, watch a minotaur do it, and they may pick up several and try to just walk away. They may, they may just kind of, they, they may knock some things down. They're, they're, they're kind of larger, clumsier creatures. I think Raylan would turn to Dagon and Erlove and say, you know what? Give me like five to ten minutes. I can figure out the skinny in town. Sure. Um, maybe we'll go into the shop for now. Okay. Well, uh, I'll check out the bar. And he's going he's gonna to be walking backwards as he's saying this and talking. And <laughs> we'll meet up here in five. And then we'll talk then. Okay, bye. I love you. And he's just going to run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a sidelong glance to Dagon and then chuckle and shake my head. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll just smile. Um, yeah, I guess we're we'll head for the shop. I guess and we'll 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 talk up the shopkeep there and find out what's going on. All right, so let's start with Dagon and Arilov. So walking into a touch of class, do me a favor, roll a perception check. Huh. Wow. You guys are on fire tonight. <laughs> so walking into this, this, this little establishment is a decent sized shop. Like walking in, there's, <clears throat> there has to be room for the, the, uh, the armor and weapons and things of which they don't have a crazy good supply because it's not what they're, it's mostly just, I need a replacement sword or I need, you know, a lot of leather armor, that kind of thing. Something that can be mobile while you're out to sea. Because uh, that's a lot of what their clientele, you know, is. But they have tons of provisions. They have potions. They <clears throat> they have herbs. They have you know fresh water that they get ready for travelers. They have you know skins and flasks, things like that. There's tons of fresh food. This place is stocked. You're gonna notice someone who who 
appears to be at least part elven behind the counter. Uh, so he's about he's about five nine, somewhere in there. Not a very tall dude. Standing next to him is this massive minotaur. He almost has to crouch down to fit into the building, and he appears to be reading something. Uh, the minotaur does, <clears throat> not paying you any attention. Uh, but this uh, this half elf gentleman is going to come around the corner as soon as the door opens, and and greet you very warmly. Ah. Uh, Potential customers, how are you doing today? Uh, good, good. Thank you, thank you. Um, yes, we're looking for supplies. Actually, we'll be heading back out to sea shortly. Of course, of course. And he's going to hold out his his hand to shake. My name's Yulin. Uh, Dagon, and he'll shake his hand and motion to Aralov. You won't give her a name, though. He'll let her decide if she wants to share it. I'll, I'll nod while they're shaking hands and be like, Erlov. Ah, oh, charmed. And he's going to he's going to reach out his hand and, and, and shake Erlov's vigorously. <laughs> I don't mean to pry, but... And he's going he's gonna to lean in. Are you an Aladrin? I want to say he's going to roll his eyes, but it, he's not because he's happy about things, how things are going right now, but he gets that question all the time. So it's kind of like, Ugh, yes, <laughs> but he'll, he'll be nice about it. Um, I am. Yes. Ah, oh, this truly is a blessed day then. Ah, oh, and he's going to lean forward and hug Dagon. Um, Dagon's definitely not hugging back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's going to kind of look at her like, what the fuck is going on? She'll give you the same look back. <laughs> um, and he's going to, he's going to lean back and, and he's going to break the hug, but then grip Dagon's shoulders. Just kind of like, oh, just like, just, just grip his shoulders. You have no idea how long it's been since we've had an Aladrid in town. It's, oh, truly. Oh, I can guess <laughs> please I want you to look around the shop pick out anything you like and maybe I can work out some sort of discount for you uh, that that would be fantastic um, and I guess you start looking around at things and you know picking up putting down whatever and uh, sort of just casually speak to the shopkeeper what was his name again uh, Yulin Yulin um, so, um, what, what can you tell me about Ebony Harbor? Well, have you had a chance to look around at all? Actually, it's the first place we've come. Then I'm even more honored. <laughs> it's a quaint little town. We all get along very well. I like to try and perpetuate a, a certain type of environment. That's why at a touch of class... You can find everything you need and be back on your way, and hopefully we can put a smile on your face. And then he's going to look back. That's Arkin. Um, Arkin is not going to put down his the, the, the paper he's, he's looking at. But you can kind of hear him sniff and snort at the air just a bit. Can I do a perception check when he says, this is Arkin? Um, to see if he's like... I'm just wondering if he's not happy with the fact that he's there. 
Um, roll insight. Okay. 17. You're picking up not... Not disdain or anything. Just more like... You almost feel like he introduced you because he felt he had to, and he's trying to glaze over it. Like, he's almost hoping that Arkin doesn't even notice you there. So he'll ask, just casually, um, your partner? Technically, we own the shop together. He's a silent partner, let's call him. He's a lovely individual most of the time. Erlov will snort at silent partner. She's used to those. (laughs) Mm, I don't know, what do we want to do with this guy? Erlov will look over to Arkin, was that his name? Mm Mm-hmm. And say, it's a pleasure to meet you, meet you Arkin. <laughs> Do me a favor, roll perception. Okay. <sighs> Still 21. Jesus. <clears throat> Can't go wrong. You're going to notice Yulin's face kind of just like, oh, no. Kind of fall just a bit. And it's the first time he's dropped the smile. And then you're going to hear, you're going to hear Arkin shift. And then you're going to hear him rattle the paper he's looking at and then put it down. And he is going to step out from behind the counter. Again, this 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 guy is massive. And he's going to sort of stomp over to you guys. And he's going to lean down and get eye level with Airlove. And Airlove can see this guy is... If you had to put a height on him, he is nearing eight feet. Like, he's a big minotaur. And he's going to squint his eyes and look, look, look right into Airlove's. And they just kind of, like, lean in and snort at her. And he's going to kind of make a noise just like... <sighs> just kind of exhale. And the, the the kind of exhale where it's right in right in Airlove's face. It's going to kind of blow back her hair just a tiny bit. Just to, like, mm, just... His... His breath... <laughs> Dental hygiene may not be at the top of this guy's to-do list. Like, he's not really worried... Of the things this guy is worried about in his day-to-day, brushing and flossing may not be at the top. I would like you to do me a favor and roll an endurance check. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 14. Okay. Um, Aerolove is just going to just going to be able to kind of keep her face from reacting. It's like uh, getting next to somebody in an elevator. They start a conversation. It's like, oh, man. But but Air Love Air Love's going to be like, mm-hmm. Like, not, not going to be able to see it on her face. And then Arkin's going to fold his arms and just sort of look over at Dagon. Again, not saying anything. Uh, and he's going to squint his eyes, lean in, and do the same kind of sniffle, snort type of thing. Just... Dagon, do me a favor, roll an endurance check. Okay, same oh, thing. 19. Yeah, okay. you wouldn't even know. Oh. Um, it, and, uh, oh go ahead. See, is that all he's doing? That's all he's doing right now. <laughs> and and Yulin's going to kind of put put his hand on uh, on Arkin's shoulder. All right, all right. Let's 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 let our customers browse a bit. Let's let them just wander about and pick things out. And he's he, the smile's going to return to his face, and he's kind of like, just, but he's very much trying to push 
He's trying to push Arkin, and it starts out as like, let me guide him back to the counter. And then you can see Arkin starting, like he's not moving. And then you can see Yulin start to put force into it, and Arkin's not moving. And then you can see Yulin lose his footing as he's pushing against Arkin. Arkin is not moving. And then eventually, almost as if it's like, well, I'll move, but it's my idea. Arkin eventually just kind of like goes back around the counter and Yulin almost falls over when he does. <laughs> um, and then Yulin's going to straighten up and, and sort of fix his little vest and, and get ready and go back around the counter. And he's going to let you guys browse and get your stuff together. Is that normal minotaur behavior? <laughs> Being a stubborn ass? Kind of. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, it's, well, do me a like, favor. Should, should we be surprised by what just happened? Roll a nature check for me. All right. <laughs> well, Dagon would know. <laughs> Dagon would know that, that minotaurs as a people, the minotaur can be a little stubborn. Uh, they can be a little pig-headed. They can even be aggressive at times. Of the things that Minotaur are good at, they're they're excellent fighters, they're very hardy, uh, they can withstand tons of punishment, they're great hunters, they're not the most book-learned of people most of the time, they can be quick to anger uh, if something drives them to it, they're not expert negotiators. The, the, the snorting and sniffing at you is a little rude, even by Minotaur, Minotaur standards. It's not really, like, usually they shake hands and they do everything that, you know, you would do. That's just, like, maybe he was judging you or, or kind of eyeballing you, something like that. But, yeah, you're not exactly sure what this guy's deal is, because it's a little abnormal. And you could tell that, uh, you could tell that Yulin was a little concerned. Erlo is actually going to smirk because this is very reminiscent to her of the filigreed fawn with Gradic and Valis. So this actually doesn't really phase her. Is there any way I can ask... Um, um, sorry, what's his name again? Yulin? Yes, Yulin. Is there any way I can ask him what's up without the Minotaur hearing? Um, you can pull him aside. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so you're just going to kind of like, hey, you give me a sec? I got a question about this helmet or something like that. Anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Just like. Yeah. 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 So sort of on the other side of the shop. Yeah. So he's going to he's gonna get ready and uh, he's going to get ready and, and race around the counter to, like, you can, he's very attentive. Uh, he's going to race around the counter and come up to you. Yes. What, what can I do? Um, it's, uh, it's up with your friend there. The Minotaur. Yeah. Keep your voice down. They have worked out a bit of an exchange here. They protect us from things like pirates and wildlife in the area. And in turn, they get to live here and not have to live in Thunderspire. Some of them aren't exactly fond of that place, so they worked out a bit of an exchange. They have a bit of overcrowding going. This one decided he liked the shop. So he just didn't leave one day. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and how's this working out for you? It's quite enjoyable. And he's very, like, he's deadpan. Like, he's looking in your eyes like, how do you think it's working out? But, <laughs> but it's like, he's a, he's desperately afraid uh, of Arkin overhearing. He says, 
Oh, it, it's quite all right. We, we make it work. I'm more of the front man. I'm the person that you first meet and the smiling face that sends you back on your way and Arkin steals from time to time and takes loud naps. Uh, um, do you need help with him? How do you mean? Well, say we could get rid of him and maybe you can help us out. My fear there is that you may have noticed many of our denizens are now Minotaur. I'm afraid that would create some ill will within our community. Right. Right. Of course. He really isn't doing anything harmful. He's very rarely violent, and most of the time that's with a pirate who is asking for it. They get boozed up and then come in here and expect some sort of deep discount for not killing me. And this is better than that. Slightly. The pirates leave eventually. Right. Okay. Um, I tell you what, we're going to be here for a little while. If you change your mind, come find us. That is very much appreciated. Again, I'm sure we can, we can work out some sort of discount because, well, look at you. <laughs> That's borderline creepy. <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> How's about we catch up with Braylon? Yeah. Braylon is going to walk into the Siren Song Tavern. <laughs> Do me a favor, sir. Roll a perception check. Gladly. Oh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Redo it. Okay. No, okay, 13. That's with the plus? Yeah, man. <laughs> Holy shit. One times zero is zero, Jason. Four plus nine is always going to be 13. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Professor. Uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't do the math on that one. Don't get cute with me. <laughs> Looking around in here, um, the bar is going to be kind of packed. Like, not, not, not shoulder to shoulder, but a lot of the tables are filled up. It's a decent looking establishment. Uh, it looks fairly clean. A couple of the tables look a bit on the worn side. Um, looks like you might catch a splinter from sitting down in certain certain spots. Uh, there's a nice long bar uh, at the other end of it. And what's more, you're going to see a halfling gentleman standing behind the bar. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I'm going to approach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say this little uh, this 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 I, I'm little halfling. I'm sorry. That's derogatory. Uh, the, the, <laughs> this this halfling. Uh, he's going to have some long blonde hair. He's uh, got it pulled back though. The guy's guy looks respectable. Okay. I'm going to strut my way to a seat that does not have splinters at the bar. Maybe a nice a nicer spot. Doesn't have to be perfect, but you know. Nice enough that I won't get splinters on my tiny little hands. Uh, do like a the my the most manliest stool hop that I can because it's it's probably a little taller than me, obviously. <laughs> yes. Uh, hop up and then kind of slam my hands on the bar like like maybe twice, and then 
give him a, the finger guns and be like, hey, <laughs> uh, biggest mug of ale, please. So something you're going to notice is this, this, this is very obviously a halfling. Um, and while the halflings aren't as short as the gnomes, they are not tall. And most things in the world are not built for them. Now, <clears throat> upon inspection, it appeared as though he was probably standing on like a little stool or something like that. He is gracefully moving from one end of the bar to the other. So you're guessing that he has built up a platform in the back just for him. That's very impressive. That's very ingenuitive for our people. <laughs> We're not builders, from what I understand. No, for the most part, no. Yeah, some of, some of them are craftsmen, artisan, but uh, few and far between. Some are ring bears, some are farmers. Um, so he is going to light up when he sees Braylon approach. Wow, look at you. Haven't seen you around here before, you knew? You could say that. Just passing through. Um, the entire time he's going to be he's going to be pouring your ale. And he is going to slide it down toward you. I will catch it, unless you want me to make a, a check of some sort, which I hope you don't, because I'll probably fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. Damn it. Um, rule... Hmm. You know what? I'm not going to be cruel on this one, so this is just going to be... Um, Do me a favor, roll a dexterity check. I knew it. Uh, okay. This will not be high, short of you... Oh, my God, please, God. <laughs> Yeah, thirteen will do it. Yeah, okay, this good. is not all. It is is pretty much reaching out your hand to stop it. Like, it, like, unless you're a corpse, basically, it's like, ooh, like, yeah. Well, inside Raylan, hey. the whole time the, the cup is sorry, on. not <laughs> to insult any members of the party who's a corpse. It's okay, man. I still love you. I I'll let promise. that. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> okay. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. So, uh, Braylon's going to catch this, this big mug. Uh, and the thing's so big, because he specified big, that he has to hold it with two hands. So, it looks kind of like a sippy cup without the sippy part. That's the idea. I will take it and sip big gulps from my sippy cup. Uh, put it down. And burp. Uh, so this thing's got a bit of head on it, so it'll be, it'll kind of leave that, that foamy little mustache thing. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Uh, if the barkeep is still close by, I'll ask him, what's your name? Folks around here call me Goose. Oh, Goose. Cool, man. That's a great name. And I'll take another drink from my, my mug. And I will ask him, so Goose, what's the deal with uh, with this town, man? I mean, I didn't, I don't really know much about Ebony Harbor, but I never heard it to be a, a Minotaur-heavy town. <sighs> Well, that's mostly because of the pirates. The drakes didn't help. But the pirates... I will ask him. Elaborate, please. And I'll take another sip. Well, mostly it's just a deal we worked out with Thunderspire. They kind of walked into town one day and... Uh, well, now they live here. But the only problem comes from the inn, really. They sort of built everything to Minotaur standards. So you got beds where... Eight or nine of me could sleep in it. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. Now, we'll take a look around. I'll look at the people next to me just to see if what their reaction is to our conversation. If they're even listening. Um, do me a favor, roll perception. I forgot to not talk so loud because they're probably listening to me. 
talk hella shit. Any of these fur backs in here? <laughs> hey, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, 18. Um, you're going to see where not many people are paying attention. Um, there's a couple of people uh, in the bar looking your way. Hmm. Um, it looks like uh, looks like there's a dwarf, uh, kind of casting 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 a gaze your way, kind of eyeballing you. That's pretty much typical dwarf behavior, especially for people smaller than them. Man, do they look down on people smaller than them? Doesn't everybody? Yeah, I could write um, a Disney song about it, but I won't. Good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're also going to see someone who uh, who appears to be human, maybe a touch of elf in there uh, in the bar too. Okay, um, I'm going to talk. What's his name? Swan Goose. <laughs> Goose. <laughs> I talk to Goose again. Hey Goose, uh, you know any uh, any word about bounty hunters or people in town? And in my mind, to clarify, people, I'm I'm asking about like either looking for clues to Layla or if people are following us specifically me. But I'm not going to tell him that. I'm just going to ask him if he's if he's got a word of any mercs or bounty hunters in town passing through in the last couple of days. Yeah, we get people coming through every now and then, mostly looking for the pirates. But mm. uh, yeah, that's that's really kind of rare. Okay, good, good. Glad to hear it. It's good to hear this town's got some nice protection. It's very peaceful. You know, you got minotaurs running around scaring off all the big bads. Can't be that bad a place to live, am I right? Nah, we make it work. And the entire time he's kind of like wiping down the bar. Just just very stereotypical bartender. <laughs> uh, I will look around and then I will look at that the, the human who looks like he's got a touch of elf. Uh, and I'll ask Goose, hey, what's up with that guy? Uh, that guy's been here a little while now. Not really sure what his deal is. Haven't spoke to him. Hmm. Tell you what. And I'm going to finish my mug and say, give me two more. Um, he's going to go ahead and pour you two more large mugs. Okay, I will pay him. I don't know how much it is. And I don't know how much I have, but I will pay him. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to use the money Actorunas gave me. Sorry, Actorunas. I'm going to use the no. money that he gave me. And I'm going to look. I'm going to, as I'm going through my pocket and grabbing the coins I can, I'm going to whisper, sorry, Actorunas. And put it on the counter. And I will take my mugs. And I'll hop off the stool as gracefully as possible with two giant mugs. Hopefully I can carry them. And walk over to the human with the touch of elf in him. Okay. Um, do me a favor, roll an acrobatics check. Damn it. Again, this is immensely low. Ooh, but I look good oh, when I did yeah. though. I Dude, so you looked graceful good. as shit. <laughs> Like, you didn't spill a drop. Nope, everybody got pregnant looking at me, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that happens. I will have both mugs in my hand. Now that I've cleared the landing, I'm going to, like, look at the sky and pray, thank you, God, and then <laughs> cut both of them. Since they're really big, I'm going to have to hold them, like, they're they're uh, pressed against my chest, and I'm carrying them in my arms. I'll look up and pray and say, thank you to any God who's listening, and then grab them both. And walk towards the guy. And I assume he's at a table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I will put the mug down. Say, hey, buddy. Look a little lonely over here. It's been lonely. And then he's gonna, I'm, Braylon will look at him. Yeah. Uh, name's Braylon. And put my hand out. Um, he takes your hand. And it is very cold the minute that you touch it. Ooh. Scary. I will pull back quick. Whoa! That's cool. <laughs> and then sit down and slide over the mug to you. 
Um, he's going to take it and he's going to look at the mug and look at Braylon and say, What brings you to Ebony Harbor? Uh, Braylon will take a sip and he will look up very carefully, kind of like looking, analyzing uh, my new friend here and say, Well, uh, let's, uh, let's not get into details here, buddy. I just met you. Uh, let's just, let's just do some small talk. Let's chat a little bit here. Fair enough. I appreciate the drink. And yeah. apologies for my handshake. Oh, no, nah, man. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you maybe got a disease. Hell, I've had a few diseases <laughs> the last couple of days, actually. Uh, one almost turned me to a rat. That was pretty fun. Uh, I think there was... I probably would have got a disease if this thing that pulled me into the swamp got me, but that, that's a story for another time. Uh... Yeah. That is a lot of information for small talk, but yes, forgive me. I couldn't help but overhear that you are new in town. Have you come by ship? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you weren't outside and didn't see us, then chances are you wouldn't know what ship. But yeah, we got the the nicest ship outside, man. And he's going to whisper under his breath, did the Kessel run in 10 parsecs and take a sip? <laughs> Um, if you'll allow me to ask where is your destination on this vessel Uh, he's going to have he's going to change his demeanor a little bit and he's going to remember where they're going and he's going to put his mug down Uh, well short term going to Brightport long term we're uh Kind of explorers, I guess you could say. Um, you ever heard of uh, Talor? And at this, his eyes are going to grow very wide, and he's going to say, Yes, I have heard of it. Is that a place that you will be chartering? Yeah, against my better judgment, uh, the guys I'm with, guys and gal, uh, they... Uh, We've been kind of enlisted to our our, uh, our captain's goal, you could say. I mean, I respect the guy. And uh, he trusts me and I trust him. So I figured, hey, why not tag along? You, uh, you looking for some passage or something? I am. I've been here several days and looking for a vessel to go off continent. However, everyone here has told me that it is a fool's errand and... A suicide mission. I suppose I've been looking for someone as foolhardy as me to go to the continent of Talur. Hmm. Yeah, well, I've been called a fool plenty of times, so maybe I might fit that category. Ah, uh, well, I mean, you got any special skills, buddy? Or, well, let's let's start this. What's your name? Um, and he's going to take his hand and sort of, his right hand and sort of like put it across his chest and do a small bow and say forgive me, my name is Calden. And you are? I'm Braylon. I think I told you already once, but maybe your hand has something to do with your brain? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And he's gonna kind of smile. He's gonna try and see if you picked up on the little insult and take a sip from his mug. I have been in the inn for some time. It may be the drink that's affecting me. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, Calden, uh, like I said before, uh, you know, my, the group I'm with, we, uh, 
We all got unique skills, I guess you could say. Me, myself, I'm uh, I'm a bard. Pretty good, also pretty good. Uh, you might have heard me every once in a while. Uh, I've performed in some pretty nice shows. Uh, we got a magic, a mage. She's pretty good. She's very good, actually. Uh, we got uh, we got my buddy Acaronis. He's you like him. You'll like him a lot. He's like uh, think of him like as a big teddy bear with made out of metal. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe him. Uh, and then we got our captain, but you can meet him when, uh, if he's gonna, I'm gonna, Brandon's gonna kind of correct himself. Uh, if, if, uh, if you meet the criteria, what's your, uh, what's your skill set here? I, I don't have much in the way of coin, but I can hold my own in a fight. And well, if anything of my travels here in Theria have proven that there is strength in numbers, on the sea or on the land. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I don't know. So much in sea strength and numbers usually equals a bigger meal for the big guys out there. But I can see your point. I see. Well, perhaps it's better if I show you then. Yeah, let's do that. And he's going to kind of lean back in his chair and drink from the mug again. And Calden is going to take his mug of ale in front of him. And he's going to lift it up and sort of like, cheers and, th- and thanks. Um, and he's going to turn, uh, he's going to turn away from any living thing nearby, like a post or a stool or some kind of beam in the bar. And he's going to take the mug and swing it out in an arc so that the liquid, um, flies out. And with his other hand, he's going to hold it out and there's going to be sort of like, a bit of like mist or sort of like cold sublimation coming off his hand. And as the liquid arcs out away from him, um, it's going to freeze and slam solidly into the beam or beam or stool, just sort of like smashing into it as a solid piece instead of uh, splashing against it like liquid. Uh-huh. Braylon will kind of have the face. He's he's like smiling, but not smiling. That like like where you have your teeth. I like oh no. He's gonna have that face out, and he's gonna see. He's gonna look around if anyone has was watching that. That is gonna make a noise. Let's see how loud that is with a flat D twenty. Twenty being the loudest. Uh, one being noise that people could ignore and continue their chit chat. Ten. Oh. So a couple of people in the bar are gonna look over just to just to kind of like what the fuck was that. But it's not going to become painfully obvious that something crazy has happened. So you've definitely gotten the attention of a couple of people. They'll they'll look oh. over, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not terrible. Okay. And Brandon's going to bust out the old distraction. He's going to stand up on his stool. Ha ha! You can catch us Monday through Fridays uh, downtown in the square performing. It's all a trick. He's going to look back to to Calden. Hey man, you got the job. Wait for me outside. Uh, yes, thank you, yes. Who is your captain? Uh, uh, as he's, as I'm still kind of trying to distract everyone who's, or the people who, whose attention we've caught, I'll say, just go outside, You'll, I got you, just wait outside. Discretion, I understand. Let's go. And then, as you're, as he's leaving, Braylon's gonna, like, pick up the chunks of ice and try to scoop them together into one piece, and then the cup that he threw, which I'm assuming landed somewhere else, 
and kind of move past like all the people in the bar. Like, oh, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Excuse me, and then put it together, pick it all up, bring it back to the bar, look at Goose and say, "I'm very sorry," and then put gold on the counter, finger gun, <laughs> finger guns, and then run outside. <laughs> How's about we catch up with Air Love and Dagon? So, to be clear, you guys are stocking up on food and water, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A ton. <laughs> okay, I'm... Okay. Like three months' worth. Three... <laughs> well, okay. Another thing that was mentioned was cold weather supplies. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, good. Minotaur coats for everyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Jason, I know we're yeah. not to this point yet. But when the water's put into the hole, can we, like, wrap the dragon scales around it so it doesn't freeze? Listen to you. <laughs> Check out the big brain on Brett. <laughs> <laughs> big kahuna burger. That Hawaiian burger joint. <laughs> you absolutely can, Susan. Because wow. I figure they're red scales, so they'll keep some warmth. <laughs> yes. You're my hero right now. You have an onboard tiefling. I will remind you. You are the onboard tiefling. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case, though. I, I like your preparedness. <laughs> okay. Um, you can absolutely do that. Uh, are you, are you, uh, so it, it's pretty much just, it, it's pretty much just supplies to get out of here with, right? Does he have any potions? Like healing? Yeah, absolutely. Can we grab a few of those? Uh, you sure can. How many is a few? Uh, enough. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me, okay. So far, um, the items listed that you're going to grab, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they are 200 gold a pop. Jeez. Yes. What about that discount? Well, that's the thing. That's, the, that's more of a, when you get up to the counter, they can discuss that. Now, you know, you guys are getting big, thick coats and things to wear over your armor, like cloaks. These are heavy, thick, you know, so... That isn't going to make you immune to cold, obviously, but it is going to, you know, I mean, it'll help you keep warm when you're out at sea. Because it's not like you can have a fucking fire on the deck. Uh, the best you can do, uh, there is a uh, there's a pit uh, in the ship, like, internally. Like, you can go below and warm up. But, yeah, it's, um, it is rough sailing cold. And you guys are heading to the Northlands, which is almost as cold as it gets in Theria. Um, so... Between between all of that stuff you're getting, uh, then the food and the water, uh, you're looking at about 2,500 gold worth of stuff. That is assuming this guy gives you a, an adequate discount. He seemed pretty eager to help Dagon. <laughs> Nobody has He's my new interest. best friend. <laughs> um, okay. We could split it then, James. We could. For now, and then have everybody, you know, give us the fourth. We don't know about Calden yet. <laughs> I think uh, Dagon would probably have a little pride takeover, and he'd probably be like, I'll take care of it. It's because I'm a woman, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're tiefling. It's, cause he, it's, because he's, it's because he's captain, and he's got to take care of his crew. Oh, so you're taking on your leadership. Wow, role. he admitted it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, my God. I'll buy you a hat. I said captain. <laughs> oh, no, but you said it, so. Yeah. Like, 
He'll never admit it, but he's going to do it. James, okay. But James said it. Leader, no. Captain, yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Good thing there's no responsibility in the captain's seat. <laughs> so how many how many of these potions are you going to get, just to, just to be clear? Um, well, we think there's four of us. We don't know about Calden yet. Okay. So maybe two apiece? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, we're not buying winter stuff for Calden. <laughs> like, when's the last time we even used it? Don't worry. Oh, his hand was freezing. I don't think he needs it. He's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time what? We used a potion. I don't remember us using one since I've been here ever. Yeah. Uh, I think it was would have less deaths if it was the fight and on a call. Like, whoa. Maybe. Maybe. Million years ago. So two should be fine. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. Last us three years. Whoa, 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 man. Exactly. All right. And your sheets have been updated. Yeah. Okay. So that changes things a bit. Um, That's going to drive your total up because those things are $200 a pop or 200 gold a pop. And that's, that's, Jesus, that is, 20, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's going to drive your total up. So all said and done, like after you guys are, are getting all your winter gear ready, your, your, your cold weather gear, that's going to drive your total up to almost 3,500. You still want to cover it, Captain? <laughs> yeah, but you got the next round. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fine. I don't think uh, I don't think he really cares much about gold. You know, it's not it's not like he's hoarding it or whatever and I think in his mind right now he's going to find his people, everything's going to be fine. Whether that's true or not, we'll see, but uh yeah, he's got this. So you cover the gas this time, I'll get it next time. Sure. <laughs> okay. So you guys are going to select all your items, and you're going to you're going to pick everything out. And I, I would imagine you're making several runs to the counter. It's like Emma will need this, and you just kind of like boom, just like dropping stuff off. Eventually, I guess you're going to uh, you're going to tell Yulin that you're you're all do- you're all done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yulin is going to be ecstatic. One that you're picking out so much stuff. Two that Arkin doesn't even seem to be that interested in what's going on. And at one point, uh, after you get all your stuff together, I didn't even see you try anything on. Are you sure everything's going to fit? Fit really isn't a worry. It's if it'll keep us warm or not. Oh, well, okay. Hold on one second. And he's going to grab one of these these cloaks, and he's going to wander around the counter, and he's going to do this, this huge gesture and... This, this big sweeping arm motion and wrap it around Dagon. <laughs> and then he's going to tug up the hood and both of his hands are right near Dagon's face and he's going to like bundle up. There, how's that? Is that, is that too hot? Is, is it okay? <laughs> Air love will do that. <laughs> smart. <laughs> Dagon, Dagon will look at her like, shut up. <laughs> And he's gonna he's gonna tolerate it because he's know he's getting a deal out of it. It's fine. Okay. I know this is more for function. I know it's supposed to keep you warm, but if I may say so, you look absolutely dashing in this. What do I have to roll to hold in laughter? <laughs> that guy's the best. This guy, man. Yeah. 
I'm sure you could do something when you get a better discount. I'm sure that there's a... <laughs> You're assuming a bit. I mean, I would do it. Kiss him for it. I'll give him a little peck on the cheek. Why not? <laughs> Air Love is barely holding in laughter. She actually walks away from the counter and, like, goes to a corner and pretends to look at something while she gets herself <laughs> in control. Jagon's gonna fake a big smile. It's like, thank you. <laughs> you actually hear, like, a... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna pull his hands away, and as he does, he is going to reach out and pinch Dagon's cheek. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like, uh, like he can't handle it. Like you look too, just just like ah, uh, too good in this cloak. <sighs> All right, is there anything else I can set you people up with today? <laughs> um. No, no, I I think that'll be it. If I may ask, where exactly are you heading that you need all of these supplies? Well, um, we're going west. Totally lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, do me a favor and roll a bluff check. <laughs> He's lying, James. I don't want him to follow us. <laughs> well, get over yourself, Dagon. Jeez. Um, no, I, I have a terrible bluff, and I really have no reason to lie. You just said it like that. We're going west. <laughs> I like going a question. west? Question mark? Fifteen. Let's see if that beats his passive. Not quite. Okay, no. no. Um, that's... And he's going to lean in. It's alright, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. What I meant was we're going west and then north and then east. He's going to he's going to put out his index finger and press it against Dagon's lips. <laughs> shush, 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 shush. It's okay. I would rather not have you lie to me in the first place. You don't have to share anything you're not comfortable with. That's when Aerolove looks back over and then starts coughing again. <laughs> <laughs> How about I just ring all this up and you can get back on your way? Dagon's just wide-eyed, like, he just doesn't know what to do. But he knows this guy is harmless and he, he, he's just going to put up with it. He's going to get all of your bridges together. At one point, he's going to, he's going to ask Arkin to... If he would like, carry the things out to your ship. Arkin doesn't even look up. Like, he's, he's just kind of, like... He's just kind of sitting at the counter, and he's got his head down. And after after a few moments, Yulin's going to repeat what he said and raise his voice, and you're just going to hear this loud snore come from Arkin. <laughs> and Yulin's going to look a little... Fl- uh, just a little flustered. <sighs> Never mind. I can help you both take the ship if you if you want. Uh that that won't be necessary, but thank you. Um we we can handle it. We have a we have others with us. Oh, of course, of course. C- 
captain needs his crew. And he's, he's going to kind of like straighten up as he says it. And as, as he's getting all your purchases together and, and everything like that, he is going to lean in and hug Aerolov. Very friendly, just like, oh, like kind of like squeeze. She'll hug him, and while while her arms are around him, she'll like discreetly wipe the tears from laughing from her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to lean back and do the same thing he did with Dagon with like his hands on her shoulders. I understand you probably have a grand adventure ahead of you, but I want you to take good care of each other, okay? Of course, I would never let anything happen to our great and fearless captain. <laughs> um, still holding on to Airlove, he's going to look over to Dagon. Oh, I'm sure he can take care of himself. <laughs> of course, I'm just there to add meager aid. <laughs> and he is going to he's going to let Aerolove go and he is going to almost just almost stalk over to Dagon like big, big grand gesture like he like he wants to wish you well like he it's like ugh. if I may share something personal I see many people come through this this shop I feel like I have a connection to you and your group, and I want to see nothing but good things. Promise me you'll come back. Can we have a sixth member? <laughs> I feel like this guy's kind of important now that, like, all this emphasis is being put on him. Like, are we messing? Are we missing something? Uh, I like this way better than the shopkeeper in Asterol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Did you say it like that? <laughs> Is that a lie? I <laughs> Air level step forward and be like, I am sh I am certain that Dagon would not pass up the chance to come through this lovely town again. <laughs> um, you're going to see this huge beaming smile uh, already on Yulin's face get bigger. Just this smile? Oh. <laughs> again, you're assuming a lot. <laughs> I gotta edit that out. <laughs> God. Oh. All right. I don't want to keep any more of your time. I know you have your fame and fortune to go find. I do wish you both the best of luck and to your crew, of course. Um, and he's going to he's gonna hand you the rest of your possessions. All right, go before I change your mind and I want to keep you here forever. Thank you for your kindness. And yeah, keep keep in mind what I said earlier. Um, we will be here for a short period of time. Um, he's just going to nod vigorously, like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't forget. So, you guys are you guys are leaving the shop? Yes. <clears throat> so, let's say that you run into Braylon and Calden outside. Can I get, can I give a little description of Kelden here for them? You sure what they can. Please. 
when you see what you see walking with Braylon is a young man of sort of a little bit below average height. He has, he's human looking, but he has slightly pointed ears um, and very pale skin and short white hair. He's in sort of like blue and white robes that are um, sort of cuffed with fur. And there's fur sort of like belted around his waist and uh, around his neck, sort of like a pelt. Um, he has no uh, weapons on him, no discernible weapons. And the other thing that you notice is he kind of just looks like shit. Like, he looks like he could use a sandwich. He's a little bit, like, sunken in eyes and, like, sunken in cheekbones. Um, he looks very lithe. Yeah, like he, like if your mother were in the picture, she'd be like, "Oh, has he eaten? He should eat. Look at him; he's wasting away." That kind of thing. Um, and he has a little crown on his head that's sort of made of twigs and what looks like ice, and uh, two tiny antlers that sort of stick out. And if you could see his silhouette, it would sort of look like horns. Brandon's gonna look at him. Were you wearing that when we left? <laughs> <laughs> I have always been wearing this. Hmm. I'm drunker than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Before we approach Braylon and Calvin, um, Aralove will, like, sh- smiling at Dagon, she'll say, uh, is there anything I could help you with? I mean, that that all that stuff you're carrying just looks far too large for you. And start laughing. Ha 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 Yes, we all got a laugh out of that, didn't we? Uh, Thank you so much for your help in there. Uh, I am so glad I could be there for that. And then that's when, that's probably when they'll meet up with Braylon. Okay, Braylon will introduce him. Hey, guys. I'd like you to meet uh, our new intern. Calden, say hi, Calden. Um, and Calden will take his hand and put it across his chest and sort of give a small bow and say, "Hello, my name is Calden Halek." And through the small talk I have had with Master Braylon here, he has told me exactly where you are sailing and where you are going. But that's not the point. I. I seek passage on your ship, and though I don't have much in coin, I can pull my weight on your vessel. Raylan's gonna look at the guys, at, at uh, Aralov and, and Dagon. Hey, he called me master. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the captain of this ship? It's a pleasure to meet you. Dagon kind of look at Braylon like, what are you doing? But, you know, look back and smile and greet him. Um, what is your business? My business that takes me to Talur? Yes, why do you seek passage with us? I suppose it is a scholastic venture. I am looking for information and knowledge, that which I cannot find on this continent. Suppose we could use another hand. Raylan's going to jump in. Yeah, man, he turns beer to ice. It's great. Among other things, and maybe on the sea, someone who can manipulate water and the 
frozen form might be advantageous to all of you. Hmm. Dig him a look at Arilov. What do you think? It's going to be a harrowing journey, so the more people, the better, I say. Braylon, you vouch for this man? I can look at him. Oh, yeah, sure. Calvin's a good guy, man. I gave him some drinks. He held his own. And then that's when Braylon will think, yeah, you guys bought supplies, right? Wouldn't we be, like, carrying? Yeah, yeah like, they would have handfuls oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that going to be Rolling nice? barrels. Is that going to be enough for our new buddy here in the equation? No need. I come bearing what I need myself. You won't have to worry about provisions for me. I mean, Erlov's face will light up, but I'm sure Dagon would love to go back <laughs> to the store. <laughs> Should you need anything. Possibly I might. Is there anything you suggest? Food. I mean... No offense, man, but do you look like... I didn't know I wouldn't buy you that drink if I didn't know you didn't eat anything. Your concern is appreciated, but I have rations from my part. Well, suit yourself. I love sandwiches. This will be a long journey. Do you have enough for weeks or months? I have been preparing myself for several days here in Ebony Harbor to take this journey. If nothing else, I am ready to go. It's a good attitude. Thank you, Master Braylon. And I haven't caught your name. And he looks at Erelov and sort of raises an eyebrow. I'm Erelov. A pleasure to meet you. I hope that we can all get to know each other on the sea. Our journey is indeed long, and from what I hear, incredibly dangerous. I'm sure you would be a welcome hand. You have my hand in my service. This guy's awfully fancy. This is going to say under his breath. <laughs> loud enough for everyone here. <laughs> always, always loud enough for people to hear. He does it on purpose. <laughs> always does it on purpose. Fancy, maybe not. Simple. I have learned that words are important. No matter whose ears that they fall upon. Good. You're going to love the other guy. And Calden's going to give him sort of like a, like a, like cock his ear kind of expression. Mm. Uh, Brandon will say, yeah, he talks with big words too. So you guys going to make your way back to the ship? Did we, uh, part of our supplies there now, was there water included in that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we'll cover that. Um, so you may need to make two or three trips to get everything. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be heavy. <clears throat> you were essentially loading the ship up for the very worst of the things that could happen. I'm going to suggest to Braylon that he should go with Dagon to the store at least once. Okay. <laughs> Braylon, not. yeah, I should probably help out. You're right. <laughs> and she'll say it with obvious amusement on her face. Braylon will be very suspicious. And will want to see what you're talking about. <laughs> so... Getting getting the first batch of stuff back to the ship. Actoronis, do me a favor, roll a perception check. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, you are going to notice the new the new party member, the new crew member here, right off the bat. All right. Stands out. Um, you're also gonna you're also gonna notice a very amused smile on Airlove's face. 
All right. You're going to notice the opposite on Dagon's. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, I just also want to point out that as the group approaches the boat, they will notice uh, where Actaronis is standing. You remember when I said that he didn't want to stand out too much? Now he's just standing at the front of the ship in the uh, (laughs) Captain Morgan pose, just looking (laughs) at the city. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, there's still going to be, like, people crowded around. Children are going to be, like, pointing. Like, every once in a while, they'll kind of get their, their courage up, walk up and kind of touch the boat, or walk up and try and shake Actorinus's hand or something like that. Like, they haven't tried to board the ship or anything, but they've definitely gotten more brave since you've been there. And he'll wave back to uh, any kids that wave or whatever. Just nod. He he mm-hmm. he seems in a much better mood, and when you guys come in, uh, he's just going to go uh, right for you guys and help you out. And he notices uh, Calden, so he's going to stop and just, as usual, do a bow and say, Oh, pleased to meet you. I didn't know we, we would have an additional uh, ally on this trip, on this journey. Is this a new friend you've found? I am Actoronis Seedwell Athanasius, uh, Rashabar Knight of Onacal. It is a pleasure, pleasure to meet you. And Calden is going to bow back in his way and say, the pleasure is mine. I have not heard of your order of knights. I look forward to hearing tales of them on our voyage. Oh, you will. Oh, I will be <laughs> relentless, believe me. And he's going to raise a eyebrow at Actaronis, a sort of like smashed visage and just sort of and say, um, are all of the knights of your order outfitted in such a way? Yes, very much so. We we uh, have great pride in our armor. I see. And he's just going to sort of side-eye to Braylon and everyone else. Like, like is this normal? <laughs> I think Braylon will say, hey, just ask him to do the trick where he blows his thumb and all the dents go away. <laughs> That's just a rumor. <laughs> and he's going to start helping you out with uh, all this stuff. As you guys... Uh, are loading things onto the ship. Braylon and Calden, do me a favor and roll an endurance check. Oh, man, am I weak? (laughs) I'm drunk. Okay, I'm going to... Endurance is 15. Oh, okay. Whoa, what the hell? You liar. (laughs) Ha! So, 30. Oh, my God, you're so strong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Calden can... Definitely hold his liquor. Um, Braylon is just feeling ever so slightly buzzed, just a little bit, probably because he pounded two mugs in in the course of about three minutes. <laughs> um, but just a tiny bit buzzed, like just just yeah, just a tiny bit, maybe a little bit of a sway here and there, but nothing nothing bad. Let me let me tell you something. In real life, this is exactly what's happened to me many times. <laughs> it's like oh shit, that was too fast. Uh, Jason. Um, during one of the trips, taking the stop back and forth, could Airlove kind of like make a show that it it's too heavy, and the, have the kids help so they could so they like you know so they could go onto the ship. Aww, it's basically yeah. just a show of like, oh, this is so heavy. If only I had some help, you know. Oh yeah, they would love that. I don't know if Dagon would, but yeah, they would. <laughs> <laughs> the kids would love that. Get off my lawn! Get off my ship! It's like, oh, it's scary. By the way, Dagon, you look fantastic in this shawl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually say that? Just a fitted, wonderful person. 
Uh, Brandon's <laughs> gonna talk to Acteronis. Hey, man, it must have slipped my mind entirely about the the, the furs. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm I think maybe uh, boss man over there bought enough for all of us. I mean, I hope. Well, then there's no problem. Okay, cool. And uh, I might have spent your money when I was recruiting our new uh, intern. It's, uh, it's part of the job. I don't see why you're apologizing. Ah, it's just, you know, it wasn't my money, and I spent it. You know what? I, I'll make it up to you. I'll write you a song. How's that sound? Oh, this is much better than I expected. Excellent. And he will have his fist out ready for a fist bump. Uh, fist bump back. Yes. Success. Do, do we ha- happen to have a map, by the way? As oh, we yeah. Said. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. There's a map on board the ship. The ship is actually, well, the map is part of the oh. ship. It's how it navigates. So, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Actoronis is just going to propose, I've been going over this map and being with the scales and all I've been thinking, and I, maybe I've, I have an idea for the best route we might, we might want to take in order to get these new armors fashioned. And if we go around, and he points around the north, just above Drug's Doom and stuff like that, going around all of that, and he'll point back to a little bay not too far from uh, Aubrey, where is, which is where, um, who mentioned that there was a skilled craftsman there? Was it Aralov originally? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's going to look at you and it's like, so we can uh, set anchor right next to Aubrey. Uh, it would be much faster than going uh, by foot on land, carrying all the scales. All right, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds good, but would any of us know anything about the frost basin, Jason? You can roll uh, history or nature. I will roll history. Me too. Sixteen. Ooh, unstoppable. Oh, air love too. Damn, so good. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll roll We're a all... heal. We've all been there, apparently. Wow. Yeah, yeah we all own property. We all own property. Or, or on the I have a summer it. home. Yeah. <laughs> In the frost basin. I didn't say it was a good choice for a summer. <laughs> why, did you roll, home? why did you roll heal? Because it's my highest. <laughs> Fair enough. Then I, I get what you want out of it. But um, can I can I roll anything? Can I roll history? Or... Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't have. Oh God! Yes. Okay. I'm from the Ivory Peak, so I'm yeah, something should... about somewhere. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. Calden, Dagon, Aralov, Braylon would all be very intimately. Uh, knowledgeable about the area getting to the frost basin the way that uh, Actoronis, you know uh, w- was suggesting is a trek you're going to have to avoid ice and things like that the way your your ship is shaped you're going to have an easier time than a lot of ships would because it's it's a little more sleek it's a little thinner uh, it's a bit more lithe for a ship so it'll be easier to cut through the ice there will be things you have to look out for though Landing near the Frost Basin, you're going to have to give that ice a wide berth, so it would be something where you would have to dock offshore, drop anchor, and then take the dinghy in. One of the biggest things is cold. Uh, it would be very easy to end up as frozen corpses uh, on that journey, but you are pretty expertly outfitted here, so you are taking every precaution. The Northlands are a pretty nasty area, and even though you're landing in the Frost Basin, you are you are cutting out a lot of the journey through the Northlands. You're still going to have to pass a few mountains to get to Aubrey, uh, so it's not 
it's not a great journey, but it's a hell of a lot easier than to trek from Ebony Harbor all the way past Thunderspire, uh, Winter Haven, and then to Aubrey on foot, only to make the return journey to get to your ship. So time-wise, being effective, that's a pretty effective way to go. Hmm. Okay. It well, does come with an increased risk. There we go. Hmm. Braylon will look at our captain... Um, I agree. Seems most logical to go that way. And regardless if we were stopping in Aubrey, that's the quickest way east. Yeah. All right, then you guys are pulling up anchor and getting ready to set sail? Airlove's going to do a check of the ship to make sure there's no more kids on board. Good. (laughs) Hiding under the scales. Look at you! We did uh, um, all our trips. We got all our stuff. Yep, I I, I would say it, it would take you uh, it would take you a little time. So all in all, you were in town for probably a couple of hours just just getting things uh, getting things situated. And after you check the ship thoroughly, there are no children on board. Nothing has been taken. Uh, everything looks to be accounted for. All of your new your new merchandise. You have your food, your water. You guys are ready to go. So, pulling up anchor and leaving Ebony Harbor. Do you anchor at a harbor? I don't think you do. You just tie it off, right? Yeah. I think it's if you do yeah. both. I don't know any fucking thing about boats, guys. You're, you're going to find that out. So, okay. Untying from the dock and leaving Ebony Harbor. Who would like to do me a favor? And roll a flat D20. Before I do this, I would like to say that I love you all and that I've had a great time playing <laughs> everyone here. You guys are having a crazy amount of luck today. Luck's got nothing to do with it. (laughs) Psych has everything to do with it. Thanks, Melora. (laughs) (laughs) As the boat's leaving, I'm going to say Braylon's going to yell back, Oh no, I forgot my cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love this, like, secret headcanon of Xavier just suddenly becoming this devout follower of (laughs) Melora. He was screaming at me in the chat. You guys are going to continue to head north. And weather is still miraculously going to be on your side. But you are going to notice that the temperature is dropping. The ocean breeze that is kind of hitting you all in the face is is getting cooler. And then after hours and hours go by and night falls, it's getting downright colder. Currently, you guys... Are you have sailed around the western tip of the mainland, and you are air, you are entering an area called Broadtide Bay. If you were scholars, let's say, uh, and you you know really researched uh, certain areas, and you can you can talk to certain people. Um, there's an area called Drox Tomb, and again, this this isn't a very widely known thing, but you can find out from certain people, and you are going to be. You're going to be sailing clean past that after after hours. And this is this is going to be in the wee, wee hours of the morning. And this is where things are going to start getting tricky. Now, you can add several hours to your excursion by just giving this entire area a very wide berth. Or you can try and sail through the glaciers. Do you guys want to make this interesting? All right, <laughs> so we can either do Titanic, right? Or we don't die. 
I am up for interesting. How much time would we save if we cut through the glaciers? If you were to cut through the glaciers and and try and sail clean through, you're estimating that you would save eight to ten hours. Holy shit. Mm. <laughs> so, eight to ten hours over this three-month timeline. I mean, it's like the Majora's Mask. Every, every minute counts, man. I guess so. Yeah. It's true. Speaking in terms I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Braylon will vote. Let's risk it and cut through the glaciers. Mm. Yes, time is of the essence. Sure, why not? Luck's been on <laughs> our side. Erlof doesn't sound like Jesus. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Um, Jason, I have a I have a power called Wall of Water. Is there any way I can sort of summon that and make a sort of like a plow, I suppose, to help oh, to no, aid us? That's not going to be that powerful. Wow, okay. is, um, that's some, yeah, that is Avatar. That is yeah. But <laughs> Good reaching. Like, yeah, try. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Could I teleport about... the ship through the ocean? <laughs> Face step the ship every Just use feet. the jump drive. Yes. <laughs> what okay. about all these fire powers I have? <laughs> um, again, you're not going to burn down glaciers. You're not going to melt full-on glaciers. These are... Okay, so there are some that, if you were lucky, would just tear a hole in the hull of the ship. Some of them are large enough that you would just crash into them and just kind of, you know, just plow into it. And they would either outright sink the ship or you would just sort of dry dock the ship onto a glacier. <laughs> None of these options are good. Yeah. I want to say I'm having second thoughts, but... Yeah, me too. And when he started saying you get lucky, you only rip a hole. That's when my heart fell. So. Oh, if you hit anything. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. If we ever get stuck, like lightly stuck... Uh, I still have that good old scar blade that I can just like break. What was it? Like five well, squares? You could chip your way clean. Yeah, of... you guys are still powerful beings. You could chip your way clean. It just gonna, break it. It's, it's gonna take some time. <laughs> oh man, we got ways. Oh, have I? Um, this time that we're sailing, have I witnessed uh, Dagon steering the ship in, in in the manner that he does? Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. Um. Before we go into this ice flow, uh, Calden will approach Dagon and say, I noticed that you steer the ship in a manner that is not like anything I have ever seen. Can you explain to me how it is done? It's, um, the ship can only be driven by those of elven descent. I will where I want the ship to go, and there it goes. I don't have much of a bloodline to speak to, but I know that I have at least some elf flowing within me. Is there any way that I can help so that our passage is safer through these glaciers? Um, Jason, are two elves better than one? You may need a whole crew for this. And here's what we would do. If you're going to sail through these glaciers, we're going to do a little skill check challenge, which is something we haven't done on the show in a while. Mm -hmm. And if you were to sail through these glaciers, 
you would all be needed in trimming the sails and like, like you, you may need to bank hard in certain circumstances. So I would have you guys roll a series of checks. And if you were to get four successes before three failures, you will make it through clean and save many hours of travel. Are these strength checks? You can't tell us until we're in them, I think. Because none of us are strong. <laughs> I, hate, I hate skill checks. Or the, what's it called? Uh, what are they called? Skill check challenge. Skill check challenge. I hate these <laughs> so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. I'm all in. Are these flat dice rolls or are these? Uh, it's going to be skill checks. Like these are, yeah. Um, I believe the last the last one that Group Two was involved in was on a call. To my knowledge, yeah. That was old Group Two or new Group Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm old Group Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm up for making it interesting, but well. We can decide together. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I'll go with the group. Brandon yes. would want to do this. He he would want to do it because it's gets us away from the cold faster, right? Potentially, yes. Potentially, yeah. That's why he's like, well, it's the fastest route, even though it's not the safest, it's still the most efficient route. Time is of the essence. Yeah, and we got to worry about the fucking the ninth seal of hell opening up and demons. So yeah, I'm I'm on board. Okay. All right. I'm going to tie myself to the mast. <laughs> you Dan Dan. <laughs> Is that the best you got? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to ask, uh, do, can we choose the skills that we use or are they? Oh, no. Okay. It's, um, it's, it's a little more organic than that. You're, you're, you're going to see. Gotcha. I see. Approaching these icebergs. I would imagine that the crew of the Aluyanda is kind of settling in. There's, there's, there's a bit of determination that washes over the crew when you see what's in front of you. And some of these, uh, some of these huge icebergs are large enough to completely destroy the ship if you were to hit them. Uh, they look like small icy mountains. Some of them just look like jagged landmines sticking out of the water. This looks treacherous but the alternative is sailing west then northwest and all the way around and that could add eight to ten hours of travel and in a mission like yours where every second counts you can kind of justify the risk dagon yes dagon is at the wheel coming up on the first iceberg you're you're going to see that you are going to need to make this ship drastically alter course and and turn right. Oh, no. I am going to ask Dagon to make an athletics check for me. Okay. Guys, so you know, I have a plus five in athletics. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You were caught by surprise. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> surprise iceberg. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Same way the Titanic sunk, man. Our luck Great just feeling. ran out. <laughs> Tell everybody at home what you rolled, Captain Dagon. Oh, uh, well, I just rolled a crit one. Thank you and good night. We won't crit be here all week. <laughs> it was a good run. <laughs> nice meeting you, Colden. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Tune in next week where we meet new new group two. Okay. <laughs> he said he said three misses. I did. I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm yes. Yeah, we're not okay. yet. That is obviously a failure. Uh, that is your first failure. Dagon is going to try and jerk the wheel to the right, uh, but it is offering a ton of resistance, and he is not going to be strong enough to make this wheel alter the ship's course in a timely fashion. And the Aluyanda is going to start to turn right in a very slow fashion, far too slow to avoid this first huge iceberg. And this this large glacier is just going to drag against the left-hand side of the Aluyanda. And you are going to listen to wood rend as this immense chunk of ice just starts tearing and gnawing at the side of the ship. You guys are all going to please make a fortitude check. Oh, Lord. Or constitution, constitution. Sorry. Constitution. Okay, okay. This is just to gotcha. see if you get knocked down. Woohoo! Oh, where's all the good rolls? <laughs> you had them all got... the way up until now. <laughs> Melora, am I the only one? I got a three, but but my ability mod for Constitution is a two. Is that what I had? That's a five. Yeah, that's not. Gotcha. Good. Single digits are bad usually. Braylon and Aralove are going to keep their footing while the rest of the crew of the Alianda is going to tumble down as this iceberg slams into the side of the ship. It is going to jar everyone nastily. Do me a favor. Braylon, Aralov, one of you is going to make an athletics check and the other one is going to assist if you choose to, uh, to try and trim these sails and get some wind behind you so that you can get away from this iceberg. You need, you need a little more power. I have a five, so... Okay, I guess that's me then, because I'm eight, <laughs> and we're doomed, because you're... So, <laughs> Aralov, are you going to assist? Yes. Well, do me, that's not, you're not trained in no. athletics, right? Okay, do me a favor, roll a flat d20. I hope I don't let you down. Oh, yeah, I Oh, assist. you will be assisting, so nice. there's a plus two to Braylon's roll, Thank no matter what it is. Thank gods. Melora. Raven Queen. <laughs> 21. <laughs> so, um, Braylon is going to be tugging at these sails, trying to get them to cooperate, and you will get... Uh, you will get a little burst of speed here and get away from this iceberg. Everyone, do me a favor, roll a perception check. How funny is it that the two smallest people are the one that gets gets it under control? I, I shouldn't be. I should never have to roll those ever. Oh. Okay, I have a plus five. Kate, that's one. Nice. Oh God. Um, Aralove, Actaronis, Dagon. Yeah, Aralove, Actaronis, Dagon. You are going to hear water <gasps> rushing below deck. As the Alianda starts to take on some uh, some water, I will go downstairs and try to help. Alrighty, and I will tell people if nobody I'll else go. heard it. Yeah, I'll go too. So, Actaronis and Aralov. Do do people have to stay above deck? I think we, some someone's got to stay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll go. Right, I'll go. So. I'll go below deck as well. If they if they let everyone know. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like he kind of shouted. It's like water. Just kind of like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Actronis, Airlove, Calden are going to go below deck and try to deal with that. 
Coming up on the right side of the ship is one of those nasty-looking jagged pieces of ice. This time, Dagon's ready for it, though. Hmm. Though he hmm. may need some help steering. Hmm. Okay. Would Braylon want to assist in an athletics check? Oh my god, Lex! You as good why as did, me. Why did you all go downstairs? What? <laughs> Actually, he has an eight. If Braylon's one... stronger. What? <laughs> this is the worst. Okay, yeah, I'll... <laughs> and I am not trained in it. BT dubs. Okay, then do me a favor. Roll a flat d20. Fuck me. God oh. damn it. That will not <laughs> assist. Dagon? <laughs> do me a favor. Get... Roll an athletics check. Is he going to like get caught in the wheel or something? Oh, he's no. Just, he's... His fumbly little hands aren't exactly dexterous enough to... to... Yeah, so every time you try and turn the wheel, he's like, oops, sorry, held on a little too long. Oops, sorry, held on a little too long. So you're going to get a negative one to the roll. Uh, oops. I don't need that. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Eleven. Fuck, we're going to die. One success. Uh, we may not die. Oh, my shit. God. Oh, no. This time. <laughs> God. Below deck. Calden, Acteronis, and Aerolove are ankle-deep in water as uh, there is a decent-sized hole. Not tremendous, but decent enough. It's just high enough so that it's taking on water as the ship plows through. But if you were stationary, you may not be taking on as much. After a few seconds below deck, it is going to become evident that you can you can fix this if you were to move fast enough by taking uh, bits and pieces. There there are tools on board and stuff, so that you can you can kind of patch this hole uh, if you were all to work together. Can I freeze this hole? Ooh, yes. What power would you have that would? Uh... Uh, I have a. Um... In, I have an encounter utility power that is water to ice. That would pretty much just freeze any water that would. So it would, you know, it, it can make the hole. It can make the hole smaller. That could buy you more time. Um, so I'll tell you what. If you want to do that, uh, I'll add a plus three to whoever's making the big check. I definitely want to do that. Anything to buy us some time for taking on water. <clears throat> okay, so. I'm going to have someone roll an athletics check. <laughs> and Calden's going to do that to assist. So that'll be a plus three. So he's popping an encounter to do a plus three. Who's going to be Who's going to be my big athletics roller here? Is it downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs. Uh, I got plus nine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So in Why total, this will be a plus 12. Arilov, are you assisting? Okay. So I'm trained in Arcana. Can I, like, lend Calden my strength? <laughs> that really doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh. Hold my Good hand. Try, my <laughs> Can I give him power? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I'll try helping. I'm sorry if I let you down, Xavier. If if you fail your help, do you hinder? Is that how skill checks? Uh, skill Negative one. Negative. Okay. Yeah. But if she succeeds, it's a plus two. Yeah. Okay. Ten or higher. That's what you're looking for. Nope. Four. Ooh, okay, so negative one. So um, do me a favor. Roll uh, Roll an athletics check. All right. Back to Ronis. Melora, save us. 
That's nice. Okay. Plus, plus 25. Okay, that's 25 total. Uh, 24 total with, uh, with their love's negative one. After, after a few moments, you are going to be able to patch this hole and water is going to stop trickling in. <sighs> so On the right-hand side of the ship, a massive chunk of ice is going to burst through the hull. This this one's quite high, and it is going to let loose a seven-foot gash down the length of the Aluyanda. And if you were standing on that side, it could have gored you. This 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 is a jagged chunk of ice. Uh, bits and pieces of it are going to break off, and it's going to make this ungodly noise as it tears through the ship. Let's let's go above deck. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to everybody who's down below. Yeah. Yeah. Whose idea was this to make this interesting? <laughs> you. It was yours and yes, all of ours. Everyone, let's not everyone. blame. Let's not blame anyone right now. Let's. There's blame, no recording that can prove it. Blame. <laughs> let's blame Certainly. Xavier for going down in the basement or the lower deck with the plus nine athletics and leaving me upstairs with a plus eight. <laughs> And one-fourth the size. <laughs> is that our highest ath- athletics? Nine? Nine is Xavier. Probably. Exactly yeah, wow. I'm eight. I'm the second highest. We're the same. No, we are not the same. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Dagon's going to realize that this is a futile effort. This is not going well. And perhaps taking manual control of the boat wasn't the best of ideas. So he's going to look back toward the map, and he is going to realize that maybe trusting the autopilot would be a good thing to do in this case. I would like someone to do me a favor and make an Arcana check. Hmm. Between the ones? I got an 18. Is it above ground or below? Uh, well, this is above deck. Oh. Ah, shit. So it's Braylon or Dagon. What's yours, Dagon? 18. Okay, you did it. Okay. Can I spray an assisting? Assist? Yes, I'll assist. Here. Jesus well, Christ. Never oh, never mind. No. Nah. I mean, 37, I think, does it. Even if I did assist, it'd be 36. I failed. <laughs> so, Dagon is going to concentrate, uh, going to concentrate on this map. Maybe, like, the crew's life depends on it. And the ship, uh, the ship is going to bank hard to the left. So hard, in fact, that I am going to ask the crew, uh, to roll a constitution check. <sighs> Airlove is going to take a tumble. Um, and the ship is pivoting away from this iceberg. So uh, what's going to happen is Airlove is going to stagger forward towards this ice. Ugh. And let's see if this would hit her. If it does, I can teleport away. <laughs> <laughs> this is versus reflex. Uh, 12 versus your reflex. Nope. <laughs> okay, good. So... Um, Airlove is going to pitch toward the sides of the the, uh, the the side of the hole here and catch herself just before one of these jagged pieces of ice kind of do some damage. That is two successes and two failures. How many successes do we need? Four. Four. It is becoming quickly apparent that there is no real way for you three to fix this this kind of damage, uh, but. You're going to notice that the big chunks of ice are going to separate from the ship as uh, as the boat pitches, and you are going to get away from this iceberg. Do me a favor, up uh, above deck. Mm-hmm. Make another uh, arcana check for me. Thirty-seven again. Do not assist. 
Yes. Uh, navigating further this 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 minefield here, you are almost through. Uh, another another few minutes dodging these these nasty bits of ice, and you and the crew could make it out. In the midst of this, one of the sails is going to get caught. Anyone below deck? Are they coming up? Um. There's a seven foot gash in the side of the boat. <laughs> Maybe one person should go up to stay down. There is nothing. Let me say. So it's high up. It's not taking on water. It's just a big hole in the side of the ship. Uh, and just cold air is rushing through it. All right. In this case, in this case, I'll go back up. <clears throat> All right. I'll, I'll follow. Yeah. It doesn't look like any of us are needed below deck anymore. It, in, in all this commotion, the sails are going to need some tending to, which means... I am going to ask for one more athletics check. Shall I do this? Should I assist? Is that plus eight? Let me. That's 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 the thing I want to ask you guys. Yeah, I want I want to I want to assist. I think you want right. to assist. I mean, we had, it's do or die, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is one. Is Braylon trained in athletics? I am not trained, but hold on, everybody, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> I am going to use my daily glimpse the future. Why didn't I do this before? Oh! <laughs> oh. Can you before do that? Yeah, it's a, I can roll 3d20s, right? And keep them? Yep. Okay. One. I'll keep one. I'm sorry. Keep the highest one. I throw in a, before you, as you come up the steps and we look, both look at, them, at the, the sails that need to get tugged or whatever the hell we got to do with them, I'm going to say, hold on, buddy. This song is for us. And then I'm going to play Iron Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. 17. I want to keep that 17. Okay. And then I will assist, and I will take the 17. Wait, wait you should give that... I mean, yeah, yeah, sorry, that's what I give. I'll give it to... I'll give it but to what Akira. you said was... No, but you know what I meant. <laughs> but what he meant. <laughs> I'll, give it, I'll give my 17 back to Ronis. Let's, 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 let's okay. And can you give it after I roll, or do I have to just say, oh, I'm using it? I think you have to say you're using it, right? Um, no, it's after the roll. Because, uh, you know, I, if I roll a 20, roll. I'm going to look cool. Don't roll yet, because yeah. I have to roll my assist. Go ahead. Oh, God! Yes! All right. Wow, oh, and wait, you're just, assisting. Just, just 16, sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Just the 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just counting that. So, yeah, you're assisting, so that's a plus two to the roll. Oh, after this. my God. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I don't talk to you often, but Melora, if you're listening, <laughs> I will buy a little donuts and put them on your shrine. Well, you know, plus two is 21. Use the 17. Yes, oh, 17. 17. <laughs> okay. Actronus is going to start to pull and tug to get the sail straight. And eventually, he is going to straighten up the sail. You are going to catch the wind again, and the Alianda is going to be on its way. You will make it through to the other end of this icy patch relatively unscathed. <laughs> Guys, I think that's a good time for us to wrap things up. Oh my, God. <laughs> my little heart hasn't beaten this fast in a long while. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been this nervous. Yeah. I think Just a few that was fight. great. Yeah, welcome, welcome board to you. Oh, that was a that was a good introduction. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys so much. It was such a thank you for being patient and awesome. Trial by fire, man. Or in this case, oh, right. trial by ice. Trial by yes. ice. Yeah. You did it. I got one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, close it here. Five yourself. And the call now.
Done. <laughs> hey, by, the way, fun, by the way, by the way, Alex, good job, uh, good good Braylon today. I know. Yeah. I didn't really have so much to do. You all did a great job. I'm already liking the interplay between Braylon and and Calvin. Yeah, I like Calvin a lot. The yeah. Very well. Oh, cheers. Though I think the the breakout character was definitely uh, Yulin. You, Yulin, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Why didn't we take him with us? <laughs> you could have plugged the hole with him. Just like yeah, shove it in. It. He would have gladly done it too. <laughs> anything for Dagon. He reminded to travel of... with him. Yeah. Yeah, he reminded me of the the Stanley Tucci character from Hunger Games, just bright, <laughs> white smile and like tight ponytail, and, like massive makeup, but just fabulous, <laughs> so fabulous. The shiny <laughs> suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> great, great voice work today, Jason. Like wow, that was you had like man. a few like uh, Yulin and uh, yes. Goose too. Really cool. Yeah. Thank you. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Oh. Just trying to make James awkward after a while. Yeah, that, that works. It worked brilliantly. I could, I, I could hear the nervous smile as he talked. It was fantastic. 